All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. The gentleman I'm going to be talking about today is somebody that I met years ago and have finally had the chance to play with. I'm going to be sharing all of the details of our incredibly steamy session together very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you guys are not familiar with Cassidy, you should make yourselves familiar because it's an amazing way to meet other lifestylers, start connecting, start seeing parties in your area, and just in general, start having fun. Why would you not want to? And Cassidy makes it easy because their interface is so modern and and simple and that's one of the reasons that we recommend it to people all the time and right now you can get an entire month of free Cassidy access by going to frontporchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage again that's frontporchswingers.com click on the Cassidy banner try it for free we hope to see you there so I'm sure everyone can tell from my voice that this is actually post-pod bash. Yeah, if you're not sure what kind of party it was, just listen carefully to these voices. <laughs> oh, God. Every year I lose my voice. I actually think this is the best it's ever been after a pod bash, so. I was really concerned yesterday that we weren't going to have one at all. Fortunately, we kind of took it a little easier yesterday. We were recording this literally Monday, hours before it goes up, because yeah. we simply could not. We foolishly, I foolishly thought we're going to be able to break away early in the morning, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something, run over here to the studio, which is 10 minutes away from the hotel, and knock this out. Not a fucking chance did that happen. I don't know why the fuck we thought that was even a possibility. I don't, I what don't is know. wrong with us? I don't know. I, <laughs> I really did have that intention. There's, there's no fucking way. There's just no way to do it. So much fun. So much that was going on. Getting up super fucking early and prepping for every, you know, the, the new day coming up. Man, there's just no fucking way to do it. Yeah. And I am feeling it. And to be clear, I had two mimosas all weekend. I had no alcohol. (laughs) And I feel like I got hit by a fucking truck. I feel like I got stampeded by wildebeest. That's what I feel like this morning. Holy shit. Every inch of my body hurts. Even my jaw hurts. And I only sucked one dick for the the record here. Well, I didn't suck any. And my jaw hurts really just from talking to everybody and... You know, it was just really this fucking social event is what this was. It was an amazing experience. Was it without fucking issues? Absolutely not. But the people make these fucking events. And the people that were at this event at Podbash year after year, they're just the fucking best. They're oh, just the best. Absolutely. I cry every year at the end oh, of Podbash. Oh, you're pathetic. Let's, let's make this clear. I'm a crier in general. Yeah, I you fucking can't cry watch at, a fucking reality TV show without crying. I cry at everything. Every episode of fucking Queer Eye. Oh, it's brutal. Every episode of pretty much every show out there. Like, I just, I'm a crier. I like you to- You cry at MasterChef. It's sad when they go home. Oh, my God. Yeah, but anyway, my point is I'm a very sensitive person. So, of course, when you go to an event like this and it's all your friends that are there and some of them you only get to see once per year, it is very emotional. But it's also a reminder of what what this event is. This is not a lifestyle event, in my opinion. I wouldn't even classify it as that. This is an event that has sex and it's mostly non-monogamous people that are there. But this is really more than anything friends connecting or making new connections the entire fucking weekend. Well, I mean, it is very much, uh, to me, it is very much a lifestyle event, but that's the, you know, that's not the emphasis. While that's the inevitability, of course, it's not the emphasis. It's kind of like going to watch a hockey game. You're going to see the fights. 
is what you're going to do. <laughs> yes. You know, let's face it. Uh, you're not trying to follow that fucking puck. You're looking to see some guys fucking knock each other out. That's exactly what's happening here. You're going to a social gathering of friends that you have been, you know, cultivating over the, the t- over three years now, four years now, and hoping that sex shows up. Yeah, and that's just, essentially what happens. Well, there were and it multi- did. there were multiple people that came up to me at the end, and they were like, "You know what? It was really interesting. We didn't play all weekend, but we were totally okay with that. Like that was just not our focus. We weren't really looking for it." Well, it's interesting. One of the mm-hmm. one of our regular friends, a good friend, one of our regular single guys that we were talking to last night after we all got back from dinner, had an amazing dinner with like sixteen of our friends, and he said it perfectly. He was like, "It was really interesting." Because he usually comes to our hot wife events. And hot wife events are very different. Oh, my God, As soon as the doors open, as soon as the fuck everyone's checked in, whatever the case may be. Or not even checked in. Or not even. Yeah, the the fucking front desk is holding your luggage. It's on. Whatever it is. (laughs) It was really wild because he was like, while I know... 50% 50% of the people here, because he comes to all the events, it was very different because they were not ready to play like right out of the gate like they normally are. And then all of a sudden, like early Saturday, people started to get the itch. He goes, man, I was p- being pulled in all kinds of directions. Thursday and Friday, it was just fun. We're just hanging out. And then boom, it was on. Yeah. And I said, yeah, because people wanted to catch up. They wanted to socialize. And then all of a sudden they realized, oh shit, we are actually at a lifestyle event. Yeah, right. We yeah. actually might want to fuck some people. We might want to get down. Yeah, we won't talk too much about podcasts. I think we're both still kind of digesting all of it. So maybe next week we can dive into it a little bit more. I did have one kind of semi-naughty experience. Like I said, I did have a dick in my mouth, but it wasn't for long. So I'm going to talk a little bit about why that was. But we'll do that next week after we have time to really think about all of it. And I feel like we're still in the pod bash fog right now. So talking about it would be a disservice, I feel. Yeah, we haven't even, you and I haven't had a debriefing session yet. I know. About what has taken place in its entirety. We have booked pod bash 2024. We'll announce that very soon oh can't I wait. wait yeah yes. I'm, al- I'm already excited about that just listen just seeing everybody was cathartic for me i did get the opportunity to play with an amazing lady and you know that's always lovely it's always amazing to see folks like that but you know dinner last night for me was a fucking real highlight too you know 16 of us just coming down off of all of that and just getting together in a in a social environment was just a fucking blast. I enjoyed it, and it was difficult to say goodbye to everybody. I saw a lot of people this morning leaving that you didn't, thank goodness. Because um, I cry every time someone else yeah, leaves. We wouldn't be able to record this right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what a fucking amazing experience. So we'll dig, we'll dig a little deeper into this, and we'll get back to you on it. Yeah, and now that pod bash is over, we're looking again to the future. Because you guys know us. We can't fucking sit still, right? There can't be a moment that we just uh, sit no. and relax and, and don't think about what's coming up. So <laughs> No, we do have a lot of pretty sexy shit happening for you and I personally before we get on to the next event, which is very fucking cool. I'm looking forward to that. So we are going to be home for a while. We don't go anywhere until the end of the month for Denver. Uh, I am obviously going to see Jade, hopefully, although she's going out of town. I'll catch up with her next week. Uh, my other very sexy friend will be out of town this week and then next week we'll be back and that'll be fun as well i haven't even told that story yet no you haven't i can't i'm gonna tell that i think the next week i'll do that that was so fucking hot the whole I video hear about it. Thing. yeah it was so well you saw it on yeah but i didn't see the whole thing because you said you missed like the first 30 minutes you didn't yeah. start recording so i have like this you know the tail end of it but i need the fucking deets no we started on the couch before we ever got into the room where the fucking camera was and it was fucking on so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to uh talking about that and then seeing her again and you've got some naughty shit planned too with all kinds of fucking dudes well so Cade wants to come over this week and i would love to have him over i haven't seen him in like three weeks because of how busy we've been so i think there's going to be some very kinky things on the horizon for he and i and i'm very excited to explore that and then i'm also talking to my sexy california 
bowl about potentially coming back out there, maybe even shooting something so that you guys can see yeah. some of the naughty shit. I think that'd be really fun. He's open to it. He has an OnlyFans, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that would be really hot. Yeah, so we hopefully we'll we'll take a break from crazy and just have some fun for the next couple of weeks before we've got to you know get back on that fucking train. Well, and the other thing I realized at Podbash is multiple of the people that were there are coming to Hot Wife Halloween. Yes. So I was like, I don't know when I'm going to see you again. They're like, in a month, and yeah, I was like, like, oh fuck. <laughs> literally, I just walked some of our friends out to the front door of the hotel. Like, yeah, I was like, man, so good to see you again. And you know, we'll figure out when we're going to see you again. They're like, we're literally going to see you in three weeks. <laughs> like oh shit I totally forgot about that so yeah it's gonna be listen uh, it's crazy and there's a lot that happens but man just being able to you know catch up with friends is fucking awesome so on top of all the sexy shit of course yeah yeah so single guy tip we have a lot of them I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts about single guys after pod bash honestly because a lot of the single guys that we know and see regularly were there right and th- when I talked to couples that were there that had never met them before. And again, let's be clear, this weekend was probably 50% hot wife couples, probably. Probably. 50% hot wife, 50% not hot wife. And when you talk to the folks that have never met some of these guys before and how amazing they are, it does solidify for me that what we've been saying this entire time is really pretty accurate. That properly vetted single dudes are a value add to this space. Absolutely. And I don't know why more people don't get that. Well, it was really interesting because even the couples that I knew had zero interest in single men were raving about the single men that were there. Yeah. And that was very cool to see because, I mean, obviously we all know there's a lot of people that are anti-single guy. I don't think many of them come to our events, to be fair, because no. they know that there are going to be single guys at our events. Right. Even if it's not a hot wife event, we're not going to eliminate them. No. So I, I wasn't necessarily surprised by that, but it was very cool to see people excited excited to meet the single guys even if there was no interest in actually playing with them well no one of them actually said something to us yesterday during the day i think it was around lunchtime he was so fucking thrilled that he was allowed as he put it to come to this event because he's like man i I don't get to go to a lot of events like this i've never seen anything like this because most couples don't want me around and the idea that you guys threw a non-hot wife event and had single dudes here he's like i've never even heard of that before he was thrilled and he had a great fucking time that dude he scored. Me had a good time all weekend. All of them did because they're solid fucking dudes. And I'm telling you, folks, if you have not, we don't try to you know, tell people you, you should do something or shouldn't do something, but you can't shit on something if you haven't experienced it, you know? Exactly. And, and, and not taking advantage of meeting some of these guys is a real fucking missed opportunity. It really is. I think everyone would agree that met them that there really is something to it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so that goes perfectly with my single guy tip of the week, which is I just want to throw this out there. You guys can think it's shitty if you want. I don't give a shit. It's just the reality of the hot wife space. Hot wives talk. They share information. They tell you who's amazing. They tell you who's not amazing. I did it in Tucson the entire time we were there. I was sitting with, you know, multiple hot wife friends kind of comparing notes. Oh, did you have a good experience with that guy? Was he respectful? We're not necessarily going into play-by-play details with each other. But, you know, there was somebody that had a pretty bad experience in the past with one of the guys there. They told me about it and vice versa. If it's a great experience, we talk about that too. And at Podbash, it was really a reminder of 
that because there was one woman there who was kind of on the fence about playing with one of the single guys. And then all of a sudden she was hearing from multiple hot wives in the group that had played with him how fabulous he was, how respectful he was, how, you know, amazing hygiene, amazing skin, like all of these things. And I think that really tipped the scales and she ended up playing with him and having a fucking blast apparently. So that's just proof that if you do the right things, that reputation is going to follow you at good or bad. Well, interestingly enough, we also had a conversation because we were sitting last night with couples and some of the single guys. We went out to dinner, as I said, with a bunch of people. And the couples that we were sitting with were hot wife couples. And the guys were like, they were kind of chuckling when we were having this conversation because they talk too. Yeah. There is a community there. These guys talk to each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I think hot wives need to know that too. Yeah. If you're going to hot wife events or you're in social situations that have anything to do with like the, you know, the bulls in your area and the hot wives in your area, just know the single guys are talking too. So you better be fucking impressive too. Yeah. Because as small as you might think like the hot wife club is, <laughs> the, hot the, wife club. the single dude. <laughs> do I get a card, a membership card? You Where should. is it? <laughs> the single dude club, you know, bull club in your area is also pretty tight. Oh, yeah. It's going to be. It is here. No, these guys network and they, you know, they have each other's contact information. I don't know if that's necessarily true with every community. It is here. But it's certainly the case here. And it was also certainly the case when we were in Florida. For sure. And it was interesting to find out last night that one of our regular local guys, a friend, met one of our couple friends through another single dude. We had no idea. They communicated. He saw them on Cassidy, saw some pictures, and was like, hey, I'm going to reach out to this guy to see if he'll introduce me to this couple. That's how they met. Yep. So these single guys talk too. So if you're a couple who doesn't treat dudes well and you tout yourself as a hot wife stag vixen couple that engages with single men, your behavior needs to be on point too. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm like the fucking Rolodex of single men across the country. I literally have solid single guys in most major cities in the United States. So people reach out to me all the time. Let me correct this. Friends will reach out to me all the time. If you're a stranger, don't reach out and go, hey, do you have anyone in New York for me? No. No, that's not a fucking thing. I'm talking about putting friends together. But I have have friends that reach out, hey, I'm going to work in Chicago for three weeks. Do you have any good single guys you might be able to introduce me to? Fuck yes, I do. So back to that whole thing of your reputation fucking matters in this space. I cannot tell you how much it matters. Yeah, that resume matters. Yes. It really fucking does. It's And it, it may not seem like it. It might seem arbitrary until you're in a situation like we were just in and you put all of them together, the couples and the single dudes, and have this conversation and you find out just how much communication goes on. It's like, holy shit, I didn't realize that's how you met him. Yeah. I had no idea that that was even happening. I mean, you know, of course, they communicate here specifically in, in Vegas because of the, I, I think it's because of the, the transient nature of the, you know, the tourists the, the tourist that come into town. Yeah, they, they stick together pretty closely because of that, which yeah. I love. Oh, for sure. So these, these guys watch out for each other. They don't want to each other, they don't want them to waste their own time, you know? Right. But to hear that from them was really interesting. Now, that's the solid, again, that's the lifestyle guys, not just some single dudes. Yeah, not these some are, just bum living no, in his mom's basement. These no. are legit awesome guys. These are solid 
gentlemen in the lifestyle. They, so here's a funny right. story. I don't even think I've told you about this. So this guy reached out to me. He lives in Los Angeles and he listens to the show and he's also very kind of like entrenched in this world. He's one of those guys that a lot of people know him. He's a well-known single guy in the lifestyle. He's been kind of a staple in the lifestyle for a while. And he and I were kind of flirting with each other online and then he said he was coming to Vegas and he was like, I have to be completely honest with you. I would be very nervous about playing with you. And I said, why is that and he goes because you know fucking everyone and if it's horrible i know you're gonna tell people <laughs> How funny well obviously we don't want to give too many specifics but we know that that happened oh yeah oh it it, it was the funniest fucking thing i had heard all weekend i had no i mean who would have thought that this would have happened right single gentleman he that a couple knew that we know he wasn't part of of the of pod bash but it was like a conversation that people were having and as it turned out this couple had a fucking horrible experience and we know the guy it makes sense now that after we've heard it and so naturally they told other people now again the guy wasn't a, a player at pod bash we just happened to know him but that information circulated so quickly it was like fucking wildfire yep. it was nuts yeah, so you have to put your best foot forward and you really have to consider how your actions are going to impact your reputation. I know we talked about reputation with Single Guy Tip in the past, but this weekend and uh, Hot Wife Palooza in Tucson were both reminders of how much Hot Wives talk. So just keep that in mind. If you have one bad experience, listen, if you have bad chemistry with someone, that's one thing. Yeah. That's nobody's fault. You guys don't connect. You don't click. Whatever. That's different than he was an asshole. He came in smelling like B.O. He was late. Yeah. Uh, he showed up in fucking dirty shorts. Yeah. Like those are the things that we talk about. <laughs> exactly, and they and everyone they really do talk about it. It's a big fucking deal. It was a topic of conversation. I was, I was super intrigued by it all all weekend because again, you forget events like this. Like Podbash is a different beast. That there are a lot of hot wife couples and not hot wife couples, but the information sharing is. Oh, it's amazing. I don't necessarily think that's always the case in the, let's say, couple for couple space, Absolutely. Though. No, they bogart that shit, man. Absolutely. We heard, we've heard that many times that couples don't... Sh we, we know couples that are no longer friends with other couples because they've played with some you know, another couple and it's like, oh, well, they were our friends and, you know, now you've taken taken over kind of thing and they like you better than us and it's fucking crazy. Oh, I meant more so that they don't share information. Well, but that's why because they get super fucking butthurt. They're not willing to share their, their play partners. No. Is that what you mean? Like, yes. that's our couple. Back the fuck up, man. Well, we hear that a lot and again, it goes to what I have said a million fucking times. That's because when you find a couple, if you're those kinds of people that play with couples, it's so difficult to find congruently attractive you know, couples that you are really interested in. They keep that shit real close to the vest. They don't want to share it because <laughs> so they're hard funny. to fucking find. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I didn't think about that, but you're 100% right. That is so true. Yeah, but quality, quality single dudes, lifestyle guys. The hot wife community shares the shit out of that information. Of course. Yeah. I love my hot wife friends. I want them to have as much slutty fun as humanly possible. Yeah. It, listen, it's a thing. I don't know. I can't explain it. It's a different mindset. You know, it really is. It, they are two completely different worlds. And going to Hot White Palooza and Pod Bash back to back was a hundred percent a reminder of that. Just how different the two worlds are. And obviously, Pod Bash is not exclusively a couple for couple event by no. any stretch of the imagination. But it's also not a Hot Wife specific event. And seeing the different types of operations and maneuvers and communication styles and play styles and everything between those two worlds really is 
is a reminder of how different they truly are, which is also interesting. Do you think that people come to, say, our Thursday night events? Because we have people that come in to Vegas. They're here on a Thursday. They know that the best party is going to be the one that we throw on a Thursday because there are very few clubs even open on Thursdays. Very few, any so at all. they may not be hot wife couples. Maybe they only go to couple centric things, but they're taking a chance coming to our Thursday night event. Do you think that they're incredibly uncomfortable in that environment? Uh, no, I think they can be, uh, certainly, especially if you're not open-minded. But we know for sure that that happens in different cities. It happened in Phoenix because in, a, in the absence of really good events, couples will go to whatever they think is a good event just for the experience, just to go and to socialize. I mean, we've seen it many times. We've heard it many times. Yeah. So, you know, listen, I think there should be more hybrid events. People really should open their minds up, promoters of events and hosts and all that shit. You really should open your minds up to doing more hybrid stuff because you never really know that a couple plays just one specific way. We know that couples don't, our friends, they're open to all kinds of shit. Well, exactly. For the couples that are open to the single guys and the single ladies or the couple swapping or the separate room, we have a lot of friends in our lives that will do kind of whatever based on chemistry. Like, if it's the right person, it's going to fucking happen. So they may not identify as a hot wife couple, but they're very open to that scenario if it falls in their lap. Well, that's just it because there are so, I guess the, the you know, it's a shallow pool to choose from when you talk about going to events that are specific to certain things. So I think people are far more open to different scenarios, even if it's not, you know, a necessarily traditional hot wife experience or stag vixen experience. Maybe it's an MFM that they're open to and they're looking for, a you know, a, a quality dude in the space. There are a lot of opportunities for that in like what I would refer to as I just did in hybrid events. I think people do themselves, themselves a disservice by not including different types of folks in these events. You know, these just strictly this event or it's strictly this kind of event. I think you're closing yourself off. You're giving people, you're not really giving them a lot of opportunity for success. I also think it would help with the stigma of single men. If more promoters and club owners would actually vet the single guys, make sure that they have quality single guys coming and then bring them into this environment and more couples can actually interact with them. Again, even if they're not interested in fucking them, it's like, right. oh, you're actually cool. You're a single guy who's cool. I don't know why that concept is so fucking forward to some of these couples, but I really truly think that that would help with some of the stigma that's around single men as well. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I think as couples continue in this space, and we've seen it, I mean, we've done it, obviously. I think your your interests change, you you evolve as a lifestyle couple. And or you maybe wanna... you just meet the right person all of a yeah. sudden. Like, okay, we're not really open to single dudes, but you're really fucking cool, and my wife likes you, so let's go. You know what I mean? I talked to a number of couples about just that this weekend, couples that we've known for a while who have never played with single dudes before, or even entertained the idea, but they've gone to events like in their area, and they're like, yeah, this particular event there were a couple of single dudes or solo playing dudes and it was a great fucking experience we never even thought about it before but it really worked out you got to open yourself up to some different ideas and that's really what like i said these you know hybrid events these crossed over events where you've got you know single gals and you've got single dudes and you've got couples and you know you've got all these different dynamics it makes for a real interesting party when all of that's going on in one place yes you know because you just never know what the fuck is going to happen Ever. It, I it's, love that. Yeah. It's it, so true. It got me thinking because of all of the conversations I was having with folks because people would come up and be like, oh, hey, really want to thank you for having such and such there. We had never thought about playing with a single dude and or, you know, never or a single guys even who I know one particularly that had an experience with a couple who never played with a single guy before and thought, well, shit, we're here. Let's do it. And they had a great fucking time. Oh, it's I a, love that. It's a big deal, man. I, I think people really need to explore 
the options because they're they're endless in this space. Why pigeonhole yourself? I agree. You know, that's I mean, I, I don't know. That's what I got out of it anyway. So to completely shift topics and talk about something that we haven't talked about in a while on the show because uh, there hasn't been anything to talk about on this subject in a while on the show. Which is? Well, I think there's something kind of interesting brewing with somebody that might be, well, actually, I can't even say more than sex because I've never had sex with the man. Ever. Okay. Where the hell is this going? (laughs) So I've talked on the show a little bit before about Pedro from the Kitchen Sink and Kink podcast. And it's really interesting because we met them for the first time in Naughty New Orleans, which we talked about a little bit on that episode. And then we've obviously stayed in contact. He and I text each other most days. And then they came this weekend to Podbash and they helped us out with a bunch of shit, which is amazing. Thank you to both of them for that. Um, But it was interesting because I was kind of, and we'll talk about this more next week, I was pretty out of commission for play. Let's just put it that way, okay? And there was obviously the conversation leading up to Podbash about Pedro and I playing together because we have this crazy chemistry, this magnetism to each other that's really interesting. It's not something that I've really experienced, especially when I've never even had sex with a person before. Well. Also, let me say this. Now this is all making sense. It's coming full circle. And of course, like I said, I didn't really drink anything this weekend, but I feel like I did. So my head is cloudy. (laughs) So we're at dinner last night with all of our friends. And of course, you know, anytime anybody leaves, it's, you know, I want to make sure that people get home safely and, you know, they've arrived home. So we've got people texting us when they land and, you know, all those things. I got a text message from Tink as we were at dinner letting me know that they they arrived home. And Tink is Pedro's partner slash co-host of their podcast. Right. Yes. And so I told you, I said, hey, you know, Pedro and Tink made it home. And instantly you went, you got a text message first? <laughs> and I didn't I didn't think about it when oh you said God. it. I was like, well, sh- she just texted me to let me know that they landed. You know, and I, I, I'm not, you know, I really wasn't paying attention to it. It, it, it went right over my head. Uh, but now, of course, it makes sense. You're butthurt because you got the, you didn't get the text message before I did. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> You know. What the hell, man? <laughs> Just saying. Well, it's it's interesting because, again, he and I have never played together. I want to play with him bad. I really, really wish that well, could have worked out. I thought that was happening at some point yesterday. But, of course, again, I forgot you were out of commission. But when we were we were kind of shuffling around yesterday doing a bunch of shit, he went up to our room to help you with something. And I thought, well, well certainly this is going to go down. So I assumed you were going to be gone for a while. And I just continued doing what I was doing. Uh, but I, again, I forgot you were, you know, you were not exactly in playing condition. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I have a little bit of a, of an injury, a pl- let's call it a play injury, if we will. It's, yeah. not, it's nothing major, but it just, it, it's a little bit physically painful. And I, so I was kind of telling people throughout the weekend, yeah, I'm just probably not really going to do that. Like I might, you know, might play orally a little bit, but that's going to be about the extent of it. And even that, I only did that for about five minutes with one person and it was completely impromptu. Yeah. Too fucking busy so also. So I just didn't get the chance to connect with him sexually, but we did get the chance to to talk quite a bit throughout the weekend you know we'd sit in the lobby together and just chat or if we were in between doing things I'd kind of stop and and talk with him for a little bit and it became very clear throughout the weekend that this is not just somebody that I want to bone like there is definitely an emotional connection there and it's fucking weird because they live in a state very far away and I've never done anything long distance and so it's just it's a very kind of weird position for me to be in right now I fucking love it it's like the fun like crush feelings that I haven't had in a really long time like basically since you and I started dating each other well you know listen the the long distance thing is an absolute fucking nightmare under the best of circumstances and I don't care whether you're ethically non-monogamous vanilla or otherwise it makes for a very difficult situation you know the least of which, you know, in terms of the issues is how much you and I travel. So there's a lot to think about. But 
for you to dismiss the idea entirely, again, I think would be doing a disservice to the to the situation uh, as a whole. Well, he and I kind of had a conversation about it on on the last day right before they left. And I think we both just kind of decided we're just going to like see where things go. You know, we're not going to put a pressure on it. We're not going to be like, oh, you're my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like we're right, not right, doing right. that. That's not what this is. I also just think that that's kind of like childish and weird at this point in my life. Yeah, I, I tell you all the time I'm too old to have a fucking girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Me. Like that. It's just the whole thing is. Yeah. But I, I really do. I want to see how it unfolds. I think he is one of the most lovely people ever. Both of them are. Oh, my God. Yeah, what an amazing. amazing fucking couple but it's interesting because it's like this is probably the first time I, I think even like in our relationship you and I fucked the first night that we met and I feel like our sexual connection came far before an emotional connection not far before but well it's I mean, based on how we started our relationship also we were having this crazy hot fucking intense sex and I feel like feelings kind of developed not based on that but partially based on that and yeah. this is like kind of the polar opposite I've never had sex with the man I've never even like seen his cock in person well it's also the amount of time you and i spent together in the beginning yeah we were always together and i think that really is what formed that bond which in a situation like this can could prove to be difficult but also i, I don't know does it does a long distance situation like this lend itself to a more stable connection over time well, I'm not really sure the distance has anything to do with the stability. I think it's about the person. But, I mean, I think it helps in terms of time management. Right. Because we've talked about that. Like, if I had a partner here in Las Vegas, I mean, I fucking – I work – we work 60, 70 hours a week some weeks. We're traveling constantly. If it's somebody whose love language is quality time, I'm really fucked. You know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. not going to be a thing for me. So that part of it is great. But, you know, I'm just not sure how that looks for us. We'll, we'll see how it unfolds. I also think if he and I do decide to enter into some sort of a relationship together and then we have sex, probably not going to talk about it on the podcast. Well, it's interesting because I, well, again, I, you know, we'll get way deeper into this at some point down the road. Our heads are fucking clear. I did have the opportunity to play. Actually, I had a lot of opportunities to play with some amazing ladies. And unfortunately, time uh, was not my friend and things got away from me. But I did have a, an amazing experience with a friend and we decided uh, I wasn't going to talk about it either. I'm not going to do it. For the same reason as me or why? Because for me, it's like I feel like if I'm – if I'm well, it's not going to be the exact same thing. For me, no. I don't want to talk about a partner that much. You know what I mean? If it's a romantic interest right. in my life, I feel like there are certain things that I need to just keep for myself. That's not this case at all. This is more – there is just some things I think that I need to keep to myself and to you and I. Yeah. You know, we share a lot, an inordinate amount of information. And you know, while we don't share everything, we share a lot. And this particular encounter, this this amazing experience, I just want to keep it between us. I like it. Yeah. I actually like that. I think we need to do that more often. We do. And that was a conversation that that she and I had also about, yeah, you know, listen, Brent and I share a lot of fucking information. Yeah. And sometimes I think to myself, man, I you know, there's a lot out there. We don't need to share that. I should have saved that for myself. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to talk about it. She was amazing. She is lovely. She knows who she is. Fucking smoke show. And that's all you need to know. Had a great fucking time. At least tell me where you came. Did you come on our tits or anything? Most certain. No, I did not. I came while she and I were engaged in uh, penetration. Well, I guess that's all you're going to hear about Brian's yeah. slutty fun at Podvash. All right. I get to hear it all when we get home, right, though? Yes. Okay, okay. good. You in better fact, fucking tell me every detail. In fact, there was one... This is, first of all, she is, again, lovely and beautiful and amazing and fucking hilariously awkward. <laughs> and something she said 
in the midst of play, I will absolutely never fucking forget because it was the funniest thing I think anyone's ever said to me during sex. I love it. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm going to tell all of you guys about my sex very soon. And this is really cool because this is somebody that we met before we even moved to Vegas. In fact, we met him when we were scouting Vegas as a place to move. Yes. Literally one of two, right? Single guys we met on that trip. But unfortunately, due to circumstances out of our control, we were, you were not able to play with him. So I'm going to talk about actually getting a chance to play with him very shortly. But first, we want to thank the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. Also, amazing sponsors of Pod Bash 2023. So thank you to them for that. Shameless Care is an amazing service, you guys. They are dedicated to the sexual health and well-being of the non-monogamous community. How many companies do that? There are so few that are actually dedicated to our space. And they make it more affordable than ever to get your sexual health needs taken care of. For example, if you are a penis-having person that struggles with erectile dysfunction or we get stage fright in the lifestyle settings, please know that is incredibly normal. It happens all the time, but it's also something you can fix. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com, fill out a quick intake form, and if accepted, they're going to ship generic Viagra and Cialis directly to your door in discreet packaging. That's as simple as it gets. And right now, listeners of our show can get $30 off their first month of ED medication. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com, fill out your form, and use the code FPS at checkout. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS, $30 off your first month of ED medication. I cannot tell you how fucking excited we are for the first ever Hot Wife Halloween happening in the Denver area at our favorite place to host out there. It's a beautiful private mansion. And this is really going to be a party, you guys. It's going to be a costume party. So break out your sexiest lingerie or your silliest outfits and join us for an evening of Hot Wife debauchery. If you would like more information on that, it's going down October 28th, again, in the Denver area. You can find information and tickets at members.frontporchswingers.com. Then after that, in November, we're headed to Austin, the Real Hot Wives of Austin, our first ever Hot Wife event in Texas. So if you guys are there, I want to drive in for it. That is going to be November 10th. Again, find information on all of our upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. So as mentioned, it's actually really funny because as we were getting ready to record this second half of the episode, Brian just goes, you've never fucked this person before this experience? And I was like, no. And he's like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, I mean, we've known the guy since before we moved here and we see him all the time. I just, I don't know, for some reason, I I really did think you did. I, I guess because we see him so often, I just, you know, put that in my fucking mental Rolodex that that happened. But we did meet him like you said, before we moved here, we were scouting out areas and he, we couldn't put it together. We just couldn't put it together. He came to the airport as we were leaving and brought you flowers. Yes. Because he couldn't figure out how to meet you any other way. Yeah, he was a total gentleman. I thought he was very attractive. I was super excited to meet him. So, I mean, I assumed that like as soon as I got back to Vegas, we would fuck. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I remember texting him and be like, so we decided we're moving to Vegas and you and I should get together sometime. And he's like, absolutely. Yeah. So then what happens is we move back to Vegas and life just kind of got in the way, right? Like there was a lot going on when we first moved here. We were trying to make friends. We were, you know, just settling into our lives. So I didn't text him for probably about three months into us moving here. And we actually met him out for a drink. And it was, I didn't feel like, 
it wasn't bad chemistry. He's a very attractive man. He's he's fun. He's cool to be around. There were no issues. It was more just like I couldn't tell where he was at. And I didn't know if we were 100% clicking with each other in that environment. Right. So in my mind, it was just like, well, you know, if he wants to reach back out, he will. But I'm not going to, you know, put in too much effort. And then he started coming to like our Thursday night events. And, you know, we started developing all of these mutual friends and realizing that we already had mutual friends from the past. And so we just became very good friends with each other we became friendly and um you know i text him every once in a while and check in on him and vice versa and we'd see him and i'd always hug him and always good to see him but sex just never happened yeah well like i said we see him so often at this point and have because of our mutual friends and the different events and stuff i don't know for some reason i thought that would already went down i just you know i didn't remember but i i certainly did think it happened yeah well and he's I've learned about him. He's very kind of, he's not a quiet person, but he's not somebody who's just going to like lay all the cards out on the table. He's kind of mysterious. You never really know what he's thinking. So I guess in my mind, something I'm starting to realize about myself is I do kind of need a chaser. Like, you know what I mean? I need somebody who's going to really pursue me. And I do sometimes struggle when that's not the case. I certainly do. And so, but with him, I, I really did want to not only finally connect and see what the sex is fucking like after three years of friendship, but also he's a content creator. So I was like, two birds, one stone. Let's fucking figure this out. So I text him and ask if he's interested. And he was like, absolutely, I'm down. And I, that made me feel good. I was like, okay, I wasn't 100% sure if you were interested. Yeah. So that always feels good. You know, when you're like, oh, you do want to fuck me. Cool. <laughs> Listen, I say it all the time. I, You know, I need to know that you actually want to fuck me and not just fuck. Right. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a very different thing. Well, yeah. And I think the response I got back from him was like, absolutely. I was hoping you would ask. And I'm like, yes. Okay, good. Like enthusiastic, ready to fuck. Right. <laughs> so he comes over to the house. I'm already in lingerie when he came over. And I mean, I'm all done up because we did film this for OnlyFans. Um, so I have my, you know, full curly hair going on and my makeup. And I had these amazing fishnets on with this amazing pattern. It feels so sexy. Like the band on it is like floral design. It, they're just beautiful. Beautiful. I had that on and I had this little leather number that zips down. Do you know which one I'm talking I know about? Exactly what you're talking it about. has mesh on the sides and it's leather on the front and back. And it makes me feel sexy as fuck. I don't know what it is about that piece. I think the zipper, for whatever reason, just feels naughtier. Well, it's like instant access should you want it. Yeah, like you, know? you don't have to finagle it, take it off your head, well, get it stuck on one tit. Like you could just zip it down. You can also expose as much or as little as you want because of that, which yeah. is kind of hot. Yeah, it is hot. So I had that on and then I had my little leopard robe over that whole number. And when I answered the door, that's what I was in. And he steps in and he's looking good. He's a very handsome man. He's tall. He's, you know, he has a nice body, a really nice smile and just handsome man. And so anyway, he comes in and it was interesting how I felt like the energy from the past times I've hung out with him was completely different. It's like the past times have felt so platonic and so not about like this erotic energy but now that we both know that fucking is going down it was a completely different energy exchange yeah because now it's not a a question it's like for sure like this is happening like we don't have to tiptoe around this and there's no getting to know you kind of shit and and all the friendly kind of stuff you do and you know the banter when you first see somebody that you haven't seen in a while it's just on Well, it doesn't have to be on, but I wanted it to be on. So that's exactly what happened in this situation. So anyway, he comes in. We kind of negotiate the scene, obviously. And we go into the bedroom. And again, my play, anytime that I do anything content creation-wise... 
I don't have sex in front of a camera thinking about the camera. I just set up the camera and then I fuck. You know what right. I mean? So it's almost like the camera's not even there. And I appreciate that so much more for me and that other person. And I would assume the people that are watching the fucking porn too. You would think so. You know what I mean? It's just like authentic. Like this is actually how we want to be fucking. And so anyway, we go into the bedroom. I lay on the bed. We immediately start making out. I noticed when I was watching the footage back that he had our his shoes on the bed. He's the only person that could get away with that. Okay. Shoes on the bed? He had shoes on the bed not acceptable (laughs) i didn't fucking care in that moment because we were just having this heated fucking passionate makeout session oh my god he is one of the best kissers i've ever kissed in my entire fucking life it's perfect he started off kind of slow and sexy and erotic and then picked up the pace of the kissing kind of like you know the how the best oral goes for the most part for sure that kind of initial tease where it's like soft and sexy and then it becomes more heightened and more passionate and more energetic as time goes on. That's exactly what was happening here. And I mean, the perfect tongue motion. I could kiss that man all fucking day. I would make out with him for an hour if we both had the time. So that was absolutely delightful. I'm just laying on my back. He's on top of me, body weight on me, just making out with me. And then he starts kissing on my neck, kissing on my ear. I'm already moaning just from that. Yeah, hey, do all the kissing you want, but do get your shoes off my bed. Yeah, well, he did eventually. Don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) So then he kind of very slowly unzips my dress in the front, my little lingerie piece, and takes my tits out and starts sucking on them again. I don't know what this man's mouth skills. I don't know how the fuck he got so good with his mouth, but it was so good. He's doing like a tongue flicker thing on my nipple. He's providing pressure, but not too much pressure. He's kind of like cupping one of them at the same time that he's playing with my other tit. I mean, it was just, it was so nice. And it was so like obvious how connected we were in that moment, how we were totally on the same page. We fucking wanted each other. And again, I was a little nervous about that. Not anything to do with him, just more so. I've known this man for three years. I've been around him 20 times and we've never fucked up until now. Yeah, but does that in this particular case, was that like beneficial or was it, was there some kind of buildup or was it almost like, although you know this person and we've been in contact with him a lot, it's like a stranger. It was, moment? it felt like a stranger. Yeah. It felt like, cause I had no idea what to expect with him because again, well, the, the only other thing he and I've ever done together is he did flog me one night. Right. We were both at the same event and he did a flogging session on me and it was fucking amazing, but there was nothing sexual that really happened in that moment. So, you know, this was really like my first real taste of what it was like to be with him. So it did feel like it was completely foreign to me. The The friendship did not help the sexual situation, but that was almost exciting because it was the complete unknown. The mystery of it all, having no idea how we would fit together was so fun. Yeah, so not like fucking a friend, but like a stranger. Yeah. It get more or less. Exactly. It was super fun. So anyway, then he gets off the bed. He starts getting undressed, takes off the shoes. <laughs> Thank you. And the socks, which I appreciated. Nothing. Listen, take the socks off. Guys. <laughs> if, if, if you're listening to this and you're a single guy, take off your fucking socks. I fucking hate it. It's and I don't so want to hear, listen, I don't want to hear the fucking surveys about it helps you stay harder longer. I don't what? give a fuck. Yeah. People say that. I think it's bullshit. The idea of it doesn't make me fucking hard. Take your fucking socks off. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. lazy. It's not sexy at all. But anyway, he gets completely 
naked, gets back on the bed with me. We make out a little bit more. He kind of plays with my tits a little bit more. And then I'm like, I really need you to fuck me. I didn't even want him to go down on me, although I should have because his mouth skills were so yeah, fucking good. Yeah, how'd you miss out on that? I don't know, but I was like, I, I really just want you to fuck me now. <laughs> so that happened very soon after. He gets on top of me and enters me. And that first stretch, and this man, oh my God. I mean, you'll see it if you're on my OnlyFans. He has such a nice cock. It is just perfect. It is pretty to look at. It is an amazing size. Like the color of it is beautiful. It's all like uniform and just perfect. I don't even know how to describe it, but you guys know I'm a cock connoisseur and I love the look of cocks. Like a cock sommelier. Cock sommelier, yeah, yeah. I wish that was a thing. It, Maybe it, I should well, start a school for could it. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like some women, even if they're super into dudes and they love fucking, they don't love the look of a cock. No, I hear that a lot. I love the way cocks look. I've heard a lot of women say, like, yeah, I don't, I don't care what it looks like. I'm, I'm not into it. Same like, thing with balls. Like, a lot of women are like, I'll suck them, but I don't really like to look at them. We have friends that don't want any part of the balls. Yeah, I don't get that either. But he had the perfect everything, perfect package, perfect cock, perfect balls. And I was like, oh, and it was all smooth and he smelled amazing. And I was like, fuck yes. So <laughs> he enters into me, gives me that first stretch. It feels so good. And then shit got wild. I mean, he is fucking the shit out of me. First, he's kind of sitting up and fucking me and using my hips to pull himself into me. And then he's leaning down and he's kissing on me. He's kissing on my neck. Then he goes back to playing with my tits while he's fucking me. Also, this man is a master at multitasking. I mean, he can do it all. Like some guys, when they're thrusting inside of you, for example, they'll have to stop thrusting to like grab a tin and suck on it. It's like they can't do both at the same time. Right. Like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time type thing. Some guys are just not capable of that yeah, shit. Yeah, walking, chewing gum can't do it. Yeah. yeah, this guy was perfect at it. He was fucking me at the same time, never slowed down the pace. In fact, was increasing the pace as he was going, even though he was sucking on my tits and kissing on my neck and biting on my neck a little bit. And the other thing is, this is a man who is capable of being aggressive. Sure. And I know that from the flogging and from having conversations with him. I was interested to see how that would kind of play out. And it, I think it played out mostly in the energy transference. Like as he's looking at me, there's this intense look on his face like I'm fucking in charge. I'm fucking you. You're not fucking me. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's got the, obviously has that kink background so that that kind of dominant energy certainly exists. Uh, but I imagine because, well, I don't know if you talked about it before the session or not, but because it was the first time you guys had actually been together physically, he probably wasn't 100% sure just how far that threshold was, you know, needed to go. Yeah, absolutely. But it was really interesting how that intensity picked up. I mean, so I had this amazing orgasm, like crazy toe curling kind of orgasm. It was absolutely fabulous. And like I'm arching my back up off the bed. And I think as soon as he could tell I was truly into it, he was like, okay, now it's fucking on. He is gripping me on the sides. He is fucking the shit out of me. Again, with this just intent look on his face, it was so sexy. And I, it was in that moment that I realized, okay, I had absolutely nothing to be worried about. You know right. what I mean? Like, we are going to be good. We're off to the fucking races. This is working for me. This man's fucking hot. I'm into this. <laughs> well, yeah, there's always that. You know, the first time is always, well, here's my thing. Like, with this particular situation, playing with someone, with, playing with someone for the first time is, you know, there's, there's pressure enough in that, right? Right. But I think it's only amplified when you know someone for a long period of time. And then, of course, nothing's happening. You're just friends, you know. And then you you finally get the opportunity to have sex with them. 
I think there's way more pressure. Yeah. Because you're thinking, oh, shit, if this isn't good, are we no longer going to be friends? I mean, how does this go? Yeah. You know, what happens from here? So I I think there's just, that's an added element. I don't I don't even want to think. Of, I don't want to do that. I just want to have sex or I don't. It's just too much pressure. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And with Craig. Oh, by the way, his name's Craig McKinney. He's he's a content creator. So I can tell you guys that. And I'll also link him because you're going to want to see him. Right. But <laughs> so anyway, Craig and I are fucking like that for quite a while. I had these amazing orgasms. All this just intense sex and then he flips me over and well so then he pulls out and tells me that he wants to have me ride him so he lays down he's like facing the end of the bed right and so i'm facing the camera basically and that's the first time again i love when i get lost in it when i'm creating content like that and i'm not thinking about the fact that there's a camera in my fucking face yeah that's not your thing you know what i mean no i don't like that at all that's why i don't use cameramen people are like you should you know hire someone to like film this for you i'm like fuck that no that is not sexy. I can't get lost in the sex if that's the case. But it was funny because I'm now on top of him. I've now mounted him. I'm facing the camera. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. We're doing this for a camera. <laughs> you know, we're doing this on video. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, that's why it fucks me up. If there, I can't do the video thing unless, like, the situation I was talking about with my friend, I didn't even realize it was, you know, you don't even see it. You don't even know it's there. Yeah. But if there's someone in your fucking face with an iPhone, I'm like, oh, no, this, this isn't going to work. Right, exactly. So I'm riding him. And I got to be honest, too, like, the camera thing it doesn't fuck me up if I'm like mid play. If I'm already into it, I'm with that person, everything's going really well. Like I at one point kind of looked up at the camera and like made a little face and I was like, this is fucking hot. Like remembering that people are going to see this. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of sexy. Yeah. So I'm riding the shit out of him. I'm booty bouncing all over the place. I, you know, he's running his hands all over my ass. It feels so fucking good. I came hard again. I think I might've even squirted a little bit at that point. It was just so intense. And then this is my favorite part of the whole thing he's like i want you to reverse cowgirl me so he gets up on the bed he turns around on the bed so now his head is facing the head of the bed right and i mount him i climb onto him so my ass is facing him and my, i'm now facing the camera with my face again and i am doing like a figure eight with my hips he's grabbing onto my ass he's spanking me and i am just riding the shit out of him i i mean it was so fun for me i don't usually do that position very often because it can be awkward for me, I yeah. guess. But with him, for whatever reason, it just felt like a, a dance. It just made sense. He really seemed to want it. He was the one that asked me to do it. And I was like, fuck, if you're into this, let's fucking do it, you know? Yeah, if you're, I mean, if it's something somebody genuinely wants, then there's no reason not to give it a shot because at least then it's like, okay, again, a little pressure off. You want this, you're into this, this is your thing, cool. Yeah, and there was this one moment where he was kind of gripping me on my hips and helping me up and down. Yes. And so he, I, he was really fucking deep inside of me at one point, almost to the point of being painful but kind of in a hot way if that makes any level of sense to some people it probably does yeah it's like oh we're like right on that edge right on that verge because it was just so deep and of course he's big and it feels so fucking good <laughs> so naturally yeah so then I get off of him. I go and grab a little bit of lube and I kind of lube up his cock and I'm just running it up and down and admiring the beautiful view if you will and then he says he wants to bend me over, which I kind of figure I, I take him as an ass man. So I, I kind of figured that this was going to be the thing. You know, I've already done the reverse cowgirl. He's all over my ass there. And but and the other thing I'll say is like a lot of guys only want to do one or two positions, right. which is fine. But I loved that we he and I were all over the place. We were doing so many different things. And again, it just felt like this very sexy, erotic dance that we're doing with each other. None of it felt awkward or forced. It was just like, OK, now on to the next position. Right. So anyway, he bends me over and. 
and he is fucking me like crazy. There was this really hot moment. I kind of started up on my knees. By the end of it, I'm pretty much down on my stomach. He has my feet propped up so they're at a 90 degree angle. He's holding onto my ankles and using that to like fuck me like crazy. I have my hands up against the wall. He's grabbing onto my ankles, just railing me from the back. It's like inverted wheelbarrow thing going on. I don't know even what position you fucking call that. Again, it's not really a position I've ever done before. He's a creative man. <laughs> well, again, I you know I always I think about these situations like this where you know somebody for a long time and nothing's happened, and then all of a sudden this happens. Like you know, uh, situations like that it can go either way, right? Yeah. This could be a total fucking flop, or goes really fucking well. There's always that fucking roll of the dice, which, you know, it's kind of fun to think about, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, we were just having fun, too. I mean, I remember thinking, like, this is like our fifth position we've been in. This is fucking hot. I'm sure I've missed pieces of this while I'm talking about it, too, because there was a lot going on in this session. But this position in particular was really fucking hot to me. So he's just railing into me and he is saying kind of some dirty shit to me and he's grabbing onto my ass and then he kind of starts choking me a little bit from the back while he's fucking me and I. I am coming just I came like three times in that position. And the third time I came so hard, my entire body was shaking. I remember feeling my arms still up against the wall, literally trembling. That's how good this was. We'll have to try that when we get home. <laughs> it was so fucking good. And, you know, he then finally comes. And so we end our session together. And again, I, I had completely forgot that the camera was rolling. I'm like, oh, fuck, we kept that all on camera. We both start laughing. I turn it off. And we're just kind of sitting there with each other. And I was like, holy fuck, what did you think? think of that and he's like that was three years in the making that's what that was yeah i mean that's a lot of buildup but again it wasn't really that way for me i mean i was thinking about okay i've known this person for three years but because it's been so friendly for this amount of time i had no idea what this was going to be like yeah i wasn't constantly thinking about like oh i wonder what it's going to be like the first time he and i fuck because i didn't even know if he was interested well yeah it's not like you've known him for three years or it's someone you've known for three years and you kind of have a little bit of communication and you you know you chat once in a while with the understanding that potentially if you get together you want to play this is a guy we see all the fucking time and it's just kind of a friendly you know thing at at events or whatever so I guess it, it could be construed as very fucking different because it wasn't this intense, like, when you see him, it's not like that undertone of sexual tension. No, because, you know? again, I had no idea if he was interested. I'm not sure he knew that I was interested. It just was something we never really explored, and it wasn't for any particular reason. Like I said, he's really attractive, and he's cool to be around. So that's not the issue. It was just, I'm not really sure which way this is leaning. He never really flirted with me that much. Or, I mean, sometimes I guess he would a little bit, but it it that wasn't the the overall feeling of his and my connection up until this session. And so here's what's really funny. We both agree that was fucking fabulous. We want to do it again. He gets cleaned up. He leaves. I text him a couple days later, thank him for coming over. You know, he said that he had fun. And then the next time that I see him is at an event and it's a very different feel between the two of us. All of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want to go make out with him. Like remembering how good it felt when he was fucking me and doing all these naughty fucking things to me. You know what I mean? it's like, it's like, okay, now that we've broken the seal, I fucking want him. Well, sure, because all that time went by, nothing happened. There was not 100% certainty on your part, or maybe not even his, I don't know if you asked him, whether or not there was a connection or if you, you know, if he wanted to play with you or you really wanted to play with him. So it wasn't even like something you were thinking about. Now, of course, it's a, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so and he was at Podbash this weekend, and it was funny because I did get to make out with him a little bit. I was a total make out whore this weekend, by the way. I may not have been fucking, but I was sure as fuck 
fuck making out with people. Every time I saw you in a hallway, you were making out with somebody. I'm like, who is that now? <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Don't worry. I had lots of mouthwash and, and mints and everything this weekend. So I was very conscientious of that. Like, oh, I just totally made out with someone for five minutes. I need to go freshen up. For sure. So, you went through two bottles of Listerine this weekend. So anyway, he and I were making out a little bit at Podbash and I fucking wanted him. It was that reminder again of like, okay, I didn't know how the sexual connection was going to be. But now that I do, I want your fucking cock every time I see it. Right. So it's just kind of fun. It's it's interesting how dynamics work out and things shift. And, you know, again, I, I didn't know if he was interested. But now that I do and now that I know that we have this really solid chemistry together, I sincerely hope that we'll play again. He says that I have amazing lips like to kiss. So You do. It was fabulous. I loved it. I have Listen, I have no doubt now that this... You know, the the curtain has been pulled back that this will happen more often. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So if you guys want to see all of this, by the way, it is on my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash French Porch Swingers. And I'm also going to link Craig's info, both his Twitter slash X, whatever the fuck it's called these days, yeah. uh, and his OnlyFans. You guys can check him out. Really solid guy. And uh, I just I had a really good time with him. It's, it's always fun to make a new connection like that. Again, I've known him for three years, but to be able to kind of have those you know, nervous feelings and like, I'm not sure how this is going to go. And, and then for it to be fabulous, that's such a fun experience. Yeah. So that's always the best. I think when you're, you know, there's no real anticipation, you know, you're not really thinking about it because you see the person a lot and and then the, you know, that kind of sexy thought, I I don't want to say wears off, but over time it's less important. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now we have an opportunity to get together and it's fucking awesome. That's, that's fucking hot. Yeah. But those like little butterflies in your stomach right before it happens, like, oh my God, is he going to think I'm sexy? Am I going to think he's sexy? Or is this going to be total shit? Or is it going to be awesome? That uncertainty can be kind of enticing. And that's one of the reasons I like the new connections too. I don't want to just have regular play partners. I want to be able to have those new experiences with new people because it's weird to talk about, but that anxiety for me almost feels erotic. Well, yeah, it, listen, it's an emotion and like everything else, it's, it's, it takes energy from you and you turn it into whatever, you know, you, you manifest whatever you think is going to happen or you play these scenarios in your head. And when it, when it actually does happen and it's great, that that's those endorphins man it's fucking it's just hot yeah it really is so if you guys want to hear more behind the scenes actually you know what we're going to do is a bonus episode specifically for our patreon members this week yeah. about pod bash we're going to dissect it way more uh than we did obviously we talked about it very little here because we didn't have time to process it. We're no. still in pod bash fog 1000%. But in the next couple of days, we're going to record a bonus episode for our Patreon members talking about some things, giving some behind the scenes that we'll probably never talk about on the show. So if you guys want to get the first dibs on that information as a thank you for sponsoring us in the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We also offer a lot of other bonuses there as well. Of course, get the naughty shit, including this experience at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. We would love love for you to join us for an upcoming event we're going to be all over the place we are obviously have hot wife halloween coming up in the denver area then we're headed to austin in november then we're headed to portland in december and we haven't even announced our 2024 calendar yet but we will very shortly so you can get all of that information at members.frontporchswingers.com i'll say to go fill out an application there for membership either way even if we're not necessarily coming to your city now because our members on our site are the 
first ones to get information on our upcoming events. So Absolutely. just go do it so that you know when we're coming to your area and you don't miss us. And what else do we have? Just a lot of cool shit. I can't wait. Uh, now that Pod Bash is over, we can kind of focus on some other stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to 2024 and the remainder of 23. I, I just can't wait for the events. Oh, same. Hot and Wife Halloween. Can't fucking wait. Oh my God, me too. I already have my outfit picked out. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.